best games. A lob and a one oh, baby. The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.8 p.m. Friday night, boys basketball on Zimbraconda's presentation of Rep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. No Alex Strofe tonight. He's on assignment. That means you get me. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda or if you slid into a vehicle a few weeks ago on the roads and you needed to go into the service center to get it assessed and ultimately get the bumper repaired. I don't know who would do such a thing. Visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis, was that you that slid into the vehicle with the rat on the side of it a few no, weeks ago? No, no, oh. no, no. Molly Brown, Park Bank, ESPN, Madison Studios, our producer downtown in the Capitol Square. I'm not sure if it was her. Might have been Hunter Vaughn, our videographer on site here tonight for our video broadcast on Wisconsin. Dennis, what are you pointing at me for? <laughs> Might have been me. Might have been me. One day it snows in Madison this year, and I bump into somebody on the roads on East Wash. Unbelievable. Well, you, you live in Georgia or something. You don't know how to drive in snow. Hey. hey. Partner. We, you know, we, we, we take us from one another, and this is how I'm greeted. I, when I first moved back up north from getting out of the service first winter, I'd slide down a hill. I forgot how to drive. And <laughs> yeah, I hit somebody. Yeah. Zimbraconda's uh, presentation of Prep Media. It is uh, Monroe and Edgewood tonight here, boys basketball, as we close down the, the final week here of the boys basketball regular season. Final games for these teams in the Badger Conference and for teams all around the area will be next Thursday. Uh, two teams here, Dennis, that have been hot at different stages throughout the course of this season. Nobody hotter, let's start with the home team, than the Edgewood Crusaders, who are they just earlier this week had a nine-game winning streak snapped after starting three and nine. What a turnaround it's been for Coach Chris Zwettler and for the Crusaders. Yeah, they gave up. They played, actually, it all started at Fiserv. We have to say, going to Milwaukee, that road trip, uh, they beat McFarland 64-58. That's the only team to score over 50. I think the only team to score over 47 in the, during that winning streak. Uh, 41 points a game, basically, is what they've given up. And the, the defense uh, will have to continue tonight against two of the better players in the state. And two of those better players in the state leading the Monroe Cheesemakers. Tenth ranked in the state Division II AP poll entering play tonight. Carson Leitzinger, 21 points a game leading the way for the Cheesemakers. And JT Seagreaves, the Badger football commit. Dennis, a one-two punch that is as good as any in the area this season. Yeah, really eager to see him tonight. Uh, Three-sport athlete. Uh, we profiled him. He was a UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week in the fall. Uh, was on the uh, runner-up 4 by uh, 2 relay at state and track. Uh, he's averaging a double-double here in basketball. Football, he was a 1,000-yard rusher. And he's going to be a tight end. And he was an all-state <laughs> defensive end. 
but he's going to be a tight end when it comes to the Badgers, so go figure. What would you do in high school? He, he can do anything. State track champion, running back, defensive, uh, basketball player. What are you going to do? Uh, maybe a tight end. He'll be bummed. He say, he's already said that when basketball season ends, that's it. and He's going to miss that when he gets to the next level because you can't play more than one in college anymore. Sorry, everything's year-round. I think when he's taking the field at the big house, he may feel differently on a college football Saturday in October. But nonetheless, oh, yeah. big one tonight, Dennis, because there are ramifications with the boys' basketball playoff bracket coming out this weekend. Remember, the bracket comes out one week before the end of the regular season. This game tonight for both teams, Monroe and Edgewood, is going to go a long way in determining what their playoff positioning could be in each of their respective divisions. Yeah, an Edgewood win could get them a two or three seed. Uh, a Monroe win could get them a one seed. It's uh, the first year of electronic seeding, so we have really no idea. WI has been kind of closed on how, what the criteria and everything are exactly. But uh, the first thing, though, is that the pod champion, if uh, Monroe wins, they win their pod. And we've talked about this, Jesse. Now, hang yeah, on. I, let me give, I think I've got it, Dennis. So let me see if I know the pods. Because we had to do this when we did Stoughton and Milton together earlier this year. Alex Strofe, he's been prepping for games all season long. He's been explaining to me the pods. You've been explaining to the pods. I think I've got it. So the Badger Conference this year is the East and the West. That's correct. And then within the East and the West, there's a North and a South. That's correct. So you need to win your pot. It's like the winning the Big Ten West versus the Big Ten East. And if I'm not mistaken, the Big Ten West would be the equivalent of the Badger West North this year because the competition hasn't quite been there for that pod within this portion of the conference. Well, you were looking at, I would, it was your overall conference record determined it, determined uh, who played for first place from each pod. No, it's actually the record in the pod. Oh, so Monroe's four and one. If they win tonight, they're five and one and they win the pod. If they lose and Oregon wins, they're both tied at four and two. Then now we start to look at tiebreakers. And Brian Bassett, the Monroe coach, explained to me that, he goes, Dennis, it's okay in the pot, it's recording it head to head, it's record in the conference. He goes, Oh, by the way, the sixth criteria, according to your buddy Jeff Newcomer, is the coin flip. Gotta like love a coin flip. a coin flip. Why not? So, uh, so we'll find out after tonight's games who plays who finally next Thursday to determine the winner. Now with the girls, the Edgewood girls won the South Pod and Reedsburg won the North, so they met in this gym uh, last night. And Reedsburg won. Well, Reedsburg was 14 and 0 in conference. Edgewood was, I think, what was it? Uh, a little less than 14. 12 and 2, I think. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. So, yeah, it was it was it was a good thing that Reedsburg won. But there was kind of like, hey, we won the regular season. Now we got to play one more game. And but if we lose, they're the champs, and we're not. The, it's worse though in the in the uh, South Pod for the Badger. Actually, the North Pod. Baraboo, Portage, Reedsburg, and Sauk Prairie are all below 500. Well, that's why I say that's like the Big Ten West equivalent. When you got Illinois still in contention to win the Big Ten West, and they're 5-7 and on the season, something's wrong there. All I know is it's a two-year deal. It's like and this year, it's first year of electronic seating. There's no appeals. What the, what comes out is what's going to happen. Nobody can complain. Well, we why are we 
you know, playing this team and why, you know, we should flip this and that. No, that's not going to happen. So this is a year of change. And coming off of a pandemic, what else should we expect, right? Um, by the way, instead of the coin flip, I think it, the conference champion, if it came down to that, should be decided the way I won a starting role on the sixth grade basketball team at Lake Denue Middle School. Free layup throw. drill. Oh, and a free this throw continuous throw. layup drill. Oh. Get all eight uh, hoops down in the gym. You go one, you go the next. You miss one, you're out. First team to miss, you're out. The other team wins the conference championship. Are you with me? Oh, that, that, that's Come on. better than free throws. I had a tournament I coached, and I was tied in overtime. So you sent one player out. The first team to miss a free throw, you were done. The other team made a free throw right away. We're under pressure. We missed. Okay, <laughs> you lost the game on a free throw. <laughs> well, it's better than the one game I coached where our team was one for 34 from the free throw line. And uh, I've never forgotten that one. So, hey, whatever it takes. All I know is tonight, Edgewood's been hot, and Monroe's had a great season. We got two great teams. Hey, uh, is it uh, 13, nine years ago in this gym, the right corner opposite from us, Connor McGinnis made a three at the buzzer to beat Monroe and cost them the conference championship. That year, Monroe lost three straight games at the end of the year, all on buzzer beaters including that last one on senior night. And what's tonight? Senior night for Edgewood High School. So we'll see if maybe a little history might be duplicated tonight if uh, Edgewood could cost Monroe another conference title on a buzzer beater on senior night. How many years ago was that? Nine years. It was my son's senior year. He was uh. video. We, I was across the way from us here. Uh, he was shooting video, and I was there watching the game because I would covered something else, and I had a night off. And it was his senior. He was a senior, so he was honored too as a video guy. And uh, it was a great game. And I went over to remind uh, coach, former coach Pat Murphy, who's doing radio for the Monroe Station. He goes, Dennis, you had to bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> I go, oh yeah, I'm an I'm, uh, uh, alumni parent for Edgewood, so why not? Going to be a fun one tonight. The Edgewood JV team got a big 41-37 win in the precursor to our main event. Teams now are on the floor here at Edgewood High School, warming up the Crusaders and the Cheesemakers. Holy versus holy. Can I say that? I don't know. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app at Wisconsin On Demand. presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson in for Alex Strofe tonight along with the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, working our way towards tip-off of the penultimate game of the regular season for the Monroe Cheesemakers, 10th ranked in the Division II State AP poll, and the Edgewood Crusaders. Time now to hear from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org and learn more right now about this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Massey Malterer from Madison East High School. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week is Masi Malterer from Madison East High School, a senior soccer and a basketball player. Welcome. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Your starting point guard, you were called up on varsity, what, two years ago? Yeah. And then 
lost your whole junior year. That yeah. had to be kind of depressing. Yeah, yeah, it was sad. I mean, we were we were expecting a big year. We thought we had a good team, and then it just got canceled. So we're all really sad, especially as seniors. We didn't get to have a senior year at all. So. Well, two years ago, we were poised to broadcast East La Follette yeah. third meeting sectional final yeah. at Sun Prairie. Yeah, and uh, you were you would have been on the bench for that one. Yeah, I would have been poised. It would have been crazy, man. It was, been the best game of my life, probably. And I would even have played in it, but I still would have been signed. We'll just be part of that whole, yeah. whole process. Yeah. Um, currently, we lead the Big 8 Conference in scoring 23 points a game. Uh, how do you describe your game? Uh, I'd say I try to, right now, I mean, I'm trying to incorporate more shooting, but I'm, I do a little bit of everything, so a little bit of driving, mid-range, some post-ups if I get a small defender on me, so a little bit of everything. Really. Is there a particular game that stands out so far this year that uh, maybe told you that uh, East was going to be right back uh, near the top of the conference? Yeah, yeah, I'd say our first game at home against La Follette, that was in our new gym. First time playing La Follette in our new gym. I'd say that was probably one of our better games. I mean, we lost, but it was pretty decently packed gym. And then when we played La Follette again, I mean, I love playing La Follette. That's always cool. Well, Eastside Pride, right? Yeah. I mean, this, this year, too, because especially not having a season last year, not many people are coming to the basketball games. So, you know, it's pretty empty in, in our gym, especially our huge gym. You know, even when there's a decent amount of people, it just always seems empty. So when we play La Fala, or even when we play some Prairie, there's always a decent amount of people that come to What do you like about uh, East High School overall? With uh, When you look back in your you know, four years there, at any particular moments, school-wise, social-wise, or things that stand out? Um, not really. I'd say, I mean, playing sports is definitely, definitely fun because everybody at East likes the sports. But I would say, I don't know, just walking through the hallways, it's, it's always you gain. I feel like I'm grateful just to walk through the hallways, especially, especially with, with the year we didn't have school. I felt like... I realized how much how much it helped being in school and how much I liked being there. Now, you have a twin brother? Yes, I do. What's his name? Ale. And, uh, what is he into? He plays soccer, plays basketball, plays baseball, but he's a really good goalkeeper. So, uh, and where do you play in soccer? Center. So, you guys uh, compare notes after games? or What's it like? Do you, do you go to the games together or do you go separately? No, we drive, we drive together. We usually drive. We usually pick up teammates. Uh, who's older? He's older by two minutes. And does he kind of hold it over you? Yes, he does a lot. <laughs> People ask us all the time he's older, and he's always puts it against it. Well, our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union student athlete of the week, Masi Malterer of Madison East High School. Masi, I hope you have a great rest of your senior year. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. That is Dennis Semrau with our UW Credit Union student athlete of the week, Masi Malterer of Madison East High School, point guard and goalie for the soccer team. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Learn more at uwcu.org and follow ESPN Madison on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see more from all of this season's featured UW Credit Union Student Athletes of the Week. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean Dennis Semrau counting down to tip-off for the Monroe Cheesemakers and the Edgewood Crusaders, a battle in the Badger West Conference here in the penultimate week of the high school basketball regular season. At least on the boys' end, the girls finished up their regular season last night, and they're getting ready to start the playoffs next week. Let's get a check of our Pizza Pit keys to victory. For over 50 years, Pizza Pit has been delivering fast, 
fresh and hot pizza. Pizza Pit isn't just pizza, though. They're serving breadsticks, pizza fries, wings, and euros. With eight area locations, you can't go wrong. And now Pizza Pit even easier to order on the Pizza Pit app. Download it today. And, Dennis, what are we not going to forget? The cookies or the ice cream. There it is. And let's not forget our keys to victory tonight either, Dennis, presented by Pizza Pit. Uh, let's start with the visiting cheesemakers for Monroe. Basically, don't give uh, Edgewood extra shots. They're pesky on the boards. you got to keep uh, Teo Jimenez in check. He's had games where he hasn't scored, and others he had an eight-three-point uh, attempt. Three points made. I believe that was at the five serve. And uh, get more support from the rest of the supporting cast. Carson... Leisinger with uh, 21 points. J.T. Seagraves with almost 17. Uh, they've got three other starters, Wright, Brickwicky, and Markham. Might need one of those in double figures tonight. And for the uh, host uh, Crusaders, uh, control Leisinger and Seagraves as best we can, is what uh, Z put it. Well, that's both, easier they, said than done. In the, uh, in the first meeting, Monroe won by two points on a last-second shot by Leisinger. Both Leisinger and uh, uh, Seagreaves had 20 apiece in that game. So that was 40 of the 52, uh, if you need me to do the math on that one. I'd appreciate <laughs> that, yes. Uh, get to the free throw line the first time they played. Uh, Edgewood was outscored 14 to nothing at the line. They only had two attempts. So that means lay off the threes. They got to penetrate, get the ball in the lane a little bit, and keep playing the good defense that got them that nine-game win streak. Those are your Pizza Pit keys to victory tonight. The Monroe Cheesemakers entering with an overall record of 18-4 and four on this season. The Edgewood Crusaders 12-10. and 10. Monroe, the 10th ranked team in the Division II State AP Poll entering play tonight. Big opportunities, big trailers over at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. They've also increased their starting wages to $18 per hour and up. For open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more, go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. When we come back... We our starting lineups and also enjoy some of the senior night festivities going on here at Edgewood High School. Senior night celebrating a number of players wearing the home whites with the maroon and gold tonight. The Monroe Cheesemakers, the Edgewood Crusaders. The opening tip in our starting lineups coming up next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. The Monroe Cheesemakers, 18-4 overall record on the season. The Edgewood Crusaders, 12-10 on the season. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania as senior night introductions now commencing here at Edgewood High School for the Crusaders, honoring their veteran players here tonight. While they do that, let's introduce you to the starting lineups for tonight's game, brought to you by Stoughton Health. Nobody plans on getting injured, and when you do, you need help to get back on track. Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. Learn more at stoughtonhealth.com. Stoughton Health, 
creating excellence together. For the Monroe Cheesemakers in the road, red uniforms, white trim, white letters and numbers. Starting at guard, number zero, senior Carson Leitzinger. Another guard, senior Aaron Reut. Another guard, junior George Bruckwicky. Excuse me. At forward, number 11, senior J.T. Seagreaves. And a guard, junior number 21, Tucker Markham. Again, the starting lineup for the Cheesemakers, Leitzinger, Reut, Bruckwicky, Seagreaves, and Markham. The Monroe Cheesemakers are coached by Brian Bassett in his sixth season as the head coach of the Monroe Cheesemakers. And for the Edgewood Crusaders in the home white uniforms, maroon letters and numbers with a gold trim tonight as you see the seniors being greeted by Chris Zwettler at midcourt if you're joining us on our video stream free on Wisconsin On Demand. Starting at junior guard number three, Tio Jimenez. A senior guard number four, Jackson Trudgeon. Junior forward number 13, Lucas Coase. Junior forward number 32, Al Deng, and senior forward number 34, Will Shank. Again, the starting lineup for the Crusaders, Jimenez, Trudgeon, Kos, Deng, and Shank. And in his 33rd season as the head coach of the Edgewood Crusaders, the athletic director, Chris Zwettler. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by Stoughton Health here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Dennis, once more for our audience just joining us as we count down to tip-off here, let's remind everyone what's at stake here tonight with playoff positioning being impacted by the result of tonight's game. Well, from a playoff standpoint, uh, Edgewood goes to Division Three, and Monroe will be in Division Two when the... Uh, uh, the uh, Announcement comes out on Sunday afternoon. Uh, WI did a little bit of a show. Had some technical difficulties. We'll see what they come up with for this Sunday. But those will all be announced. Then, first of all, though, for next week for the conference championship, if Monroe wins this game, they will win their, their South Pod, and they will play either Portage or Sauk Prairie, depending on what happens in their game tonight. If um, Edgewood were to win, you're going to have a tie, and that goes to the tiebreakers. And uh, only uh, the conference commissioner, I think, knows what those are at this point. <laughs> Layup so. drill, coin toss, <laughs> yeah. relay race. Yeah, the first, the first one is, uh, you know, it's it's the place in the conference. Then the next is head-to-head, and they, they'd have split. Then it's going to go to their overall record. And Monroe's got a better overall record in the conference than Edgewood does. So that'll, uh, that'll probably be the tiebreaker. Senior night festivities are concluding, which means it's time for our national anthem, and then the starting lineups will be introduced here at Edgewood High School momentarily. We will step aside once more on the other side of the break. Tip off the penultimate game of the regular season. Boys high school basketball, the Monroe Cheesemakers, the Edgewood Crusaders. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app at Wisconsin On Demand. Hold on to me. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. We welcome those of you watching our live video stream on WisconsinOnDemand.com tonight. And also, those of you joining us, driving through the squall on 100.5 ESPN. Jesse Nelson with the Dean Dennis Semrau. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison, Wisconsin area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership 
will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. These two teams did meet once already earlier this season. On Tuesday, January 11th, it was a tight contest. Monroe edged out a victory 52-50 to at home against Edgewood, and they overcame Dennis, a five-point halftime deficit, did the Cheesemakers en route to and that And that's game. an interesting stat for you. The game's decided by 10 points or less. Monroe is 12-3 and this year, Edgewood 3-6. and so they've been kind of struggling, but a lot of those losses were early. So uh, during that nine-game win streak, they had a couple of close ones in there. And, uh, of course, they got home court advantage. You got senior night. Uh, a lot of teams will try to start their seniors, but when you got more than five, it's a little more difficult. So This one might even mean a little bit more for Edgewood coming not just off of that loss on January 11th, but last season, the Crusaders' season came to a close at Monroe High School, falling 75-68 to the Cheesemakers. And we were there for in that In a game one. we called in a sectional semifinal. Edgewood looking to defend the home court on senior night, the opening tip, and we are underway. The Cheesemakers working right to left as we see it and as you see it on Wisconsin On Demand. Out near the left wing, it's Tucker Markham. Now cross-court pass to number five, Aaron Royt. Royt goes over to the right side. Markham, long three, no good. Rebound, batted around. It's collected by J.T. Seagraves near the right block. Kicks it over. Right side shot, no good for Royt. And a rebound on the weak side for Edgewood. Coming across the timeline along the right side. Layup, no good for Jackson. Trudgeon, put back, no. Loose ball, Trudgeon's got it. Three defenders around him down below. It's swatted away by Aaron Royt. An empty possession down the floor for Edgewood. Now the other direction. A foul will send Carson Leitzinger, the senior guard, to the line for the Cheesemakers. Three It'll, shot attempts all in the paint there for Edgewood. Not able to get a, get a, a layup there. Electric start to this game. We're just 43 seconds in. No score. Leitzinger at the line, free throw attempt up and good. He's the leading scorer for the Cheesemakers this year, averaging 21 points a game and a 76% free throw shooter, also the best on the team. Leitzinger sets, fires, good again at the line. Two points of the night go to the Monroe Cheesemakers. 2-0. Monroe on top on the road. First fall that gets ding there. Got to keep him out of foul trouble. Uh, the leading rebounder and one of the leading scores. If you caught 9.9, 9.8 as a leading score, that's what Edgewood's got. Lucas Coe's working on the left wing now. Kicks it over right side, Trudgeon. Back up top, the senior Will Schenk on senior night. Schenk kicks it out, left corner, driving baseline, up off the glass. Lucas Coe's, it's good. The junior with the first points on senior night for the Crusaders to tie the game at two. 16.40 to go, first half. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, the penultimate week of the boys' basketball regular season. Right side of the floor, Tucker Markham. Now backing his way down, Seagreaves, double team, kicks it over, left side, wide open, top of the key, giving it up. Royt goes to the corner, three-point attempt, no good for Seagreaves, and a loose ball foul goes against Monroe with 16.21 to go in the half. They're going to get Markham for that one. First foul on the Cheesemakers tonight. Edgewood looking for its first lead. Jackson Trudgeon, one of the stars of the Edgewood football team, which went through an undefeated regular season this last fall. 
Here's Schenk, right side, beyond the block, shot too strong, no good, and a rebound, Monroe. Across the timeline, quickly left side, pass down low, reverse layup, up and good. Tucker Markham got it. And the Cheesemakers back up 4-2. Trudging quickly in transition, finds Deng, now right side of the floor, and the Crusaders will slow it down and reset. Deng, left side, now goes baseline, left Tio Jimenez up top, Shank, open three, is good. And Edgewood takes a 5-4 lead. Senior Will Shank comes up with a big bucket for the Crusaders. Left side, Seagreaves picks up his dribble on the left block, now kicks it over right side. Pump fake, Brooke Wickey ran into some trouble, able to find some help from Aaron Roy cutting on the baseline. And Monroe gets it up top and resets. Here's Leitzinger guarded tightly by number 13, Lucas Coase. Interesting matchup to watch throughout the evening. Left side, Markham picks up his dribble, shovels it back to the left corner. Now back down to Markham. Double team, turnaround jumper, nice shot. And that's actually Seagreaves. JT Seagreaves finds two points. And Elite Frog lead now. Monroe back up 6-5, three minutes in. Baseline, thought he had a reverse layup opportunity. Instead, why would he take two? When he can find Deng for three in the corner. Al Deng, the junior. Edgewood, 8-6 on top of Monroe. 14-35 to play first half. Seagreaves comes across to the free throw line. Backs it up Aaron Roy. Now driving right side. Seagreaves up. No good. Got his own rebound. Tries to put it back. Contact. And he'll go shoot two free throws at the line. Continuous action, Dennis. That was a fun few minutes there. You gotta like it there. Both teams shooting about 30%, just a little over on the three-point range, but really working attempts to kick it in, get it in. They don't get it, and then to kick it out for open threes. And we saw for Edgewood, they had one from the corner, one from the top of the key. And uh, no threes yet, though, for Monroe. Seagreaves' first free throw up and good. 69% free throw shooter on the season. JT Seagreaves. He'll be playing tight end at the University of Wisconsin. A senior here for the Cheesemakers. Monroe, definitely disappointed with how their season came to an end last year. I mentioned that they defeated Edgewood as Seagreaves' second free throw is good to tie the game at eight. Monroe defeated Edgewood in the sectional semifinal at Monroe High School, and then they hosted Lake Mills, and they fell 56-55 in a game that came right down to the wire. Dennis and I had the pleasure of being on the call for that one as well as Jackson Trudgeon drives with the left hand, lays it up good off the glass to give Edgewood a 10-8 lead. You know that guys like Seagreaves and Leitzinger that were leaders on that team a year ago, Dennis, want to make a run in the postseason this time around as well. Yeah, they do a lot of disappointment last year, but those were the only, basically the only two players back from that team. They've had to really carry the squad this year. Seagreaves picked up his dribble in the paint and a held ball forced by the Edgewood defense with 13.50 to go here in the opening half. The possession arrow gives it back to the Crusaders. Nice defense for Edgewood. Yeah, you could trudge on the steal on that one. They tied him up, a double team, and uh, able to, to uh, force uh, Seagreaves into the turnover. 10-8, Edgewood on top with the basketball. Working left side of the floor, Tio Jimenez. The leading scorer on the season for Edgewood. Gives oh. it up, Shank on senior night. He might be brewing something special. Will Shank the senior with his second made three of the night. Edgewood up 13-8. Schenk averages six and a half points a game on the season. He's already got six. We're not even five minutes in. 
So it makes Edgewood so dangerous. They have about seven or eight guys that can go off double figures on any given night. And that's why they have nobody averaging more than 9.9 a game. Leitzinger fires a three right wing. No good. And a tap back and a foul goes against Monroe. They're going to get number four, James Seagreaves, the younger brother of JT, the sophomore, called for the foul. His first. Each team with two personal foul, or two team fouls, I should say. Previous trip for his brother, Seagreaves, to the line was the second foul. And if you noticed, Adeng is now out of the game. No problem, though, for Lucas Coe's driving right baseline for Edgewood. Goes up and good. Crusaders' largest lead of the night at 15-8. Three ball, right corner, good. A quick response from George Brookwicky, the junior guard in the Road Reds for the Monroe Cheesemakers. Brookwicky averages five points a game, shoots 34% from three-point land. He drilled that one to cut the Edgewood lead down to four. Backing his way down now to the right block, trying to go up off the glass, drawing contact. Clay Krantz will go shoot two free throws for Edgewood. Shot no good. 12-21 to go, first half. 15-11, Edgewood leads Monroe. Yeah, Krantz, a senior, averaging nine points a game. He actually started the season in the lineup. They put him, bring, are bringing him off the bench and put Schenk in the lineup, and that kind of coincided with that winning streak for Edgewood. Krantz, first free throw, no good. By the way, Dennis, I did forget to give you the magic number for tonight's yes, game. Yes, uh, I was wondering where it was. The Jesse Nelson special, 98% of the time, team that scores this number first goes on to win the game based on a secret formula that only me and a select few people in the world know. Tonight's magic number, Dennis, 57. 57, our magic number. Clay Krantz hits his second free throw, 16-11. Edgewood leads Monroe. Cheesemaker basketball into the front court. Working left side of the floor. Number four, James Seagreaves. Now kick it all the way over to the right corner. George Brookwicky, who just had the three on the last possession for Monroe. Here's Leitzinger to the free throw line. Kicks it back. Now driving. James Seagreaves, right hand layup. Good. 16-13. James Seagreaves on the board. And Monroe cuts the lead to three. Jackson Trudgeon. Across the timeline, goes left. Now a drive in for Krantz, no good. And a held ball after the miss. And this time, possession goes to the Cheesemakers with 11.38 to play in our opening half. 16-13, Edgewood on top. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Media on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand. A brief stoppage there after that last whistle. And now on the ensuing possession, Monroe trips and a travel is the actual call on the floor. So possession goes right back to Edgewood with a three-point lead at home. 16-13 with 11-13 and counting to play in our opening half. Driving right side, down to the right block, layup, up and good. Lucas Coe's contested, but he's got six points right now to be tied with Will Shank for the team lead. Not even midway through our first half. Driving right side, here comes Charlie Weagle up off the glass and good. Weagle, the junior for the Cheesemakers, able to put two on the board. An exchange of buckets on either end. The lead remains three for Edgewood, 18-15. 10.40 to go in the half. Right side of the floor. Gavin Meister 
Trying to feed it down low, and another whistle will go against Monroe. See who they get for that one. Looks like Leitzinger picks up his first personal foul down there, trying to swat it out. Dennis, what do you make of the momentum we're seeing here so far in this game? Well, Ezra came out strong. Uh, he had a couple of threes there. It's interesting that uh, the leading rebounders for both teams, Dang for Edgewood and uh, JT Seagreaves are on the bench right now. Hunter Dobrinke, the junior, number five in the home whites for the Crusaders, out of that stoppage. Got the inlet pass right in the paint and puts it up good for two. 20-15, to 15, Edgewood on top. Shot no good for Monroe. Two on two now into the front court. Driving right side. Coase is fouled. Shot no good. But free throws coming for Lucas Coase for the Edgewood Crusaders. 10-09 to go first half. 20-15. to 15. Edgewood leads Monroe by five. And Dennis, we mentioned that in the first meeting this year on January 11th, Edgewood did hold a 30-25 to 25 lead at halftime. Monroe was able to come back outscoring the Crusaders 27-20 in the second half of that game. But that was really where the momentum of the season started to swing for Edgewood with the return of Jackson Trudgeon and then the nine-game winning streak that ensued and lasted until last Tuesday. Well, you had Coach Z had COVID. He was out for two weeks, and it's kind of a disjointed team for the first month. Once they got all the pieces back together. Also, 13 Coes has really made a step forward. He's a transfer from Evanston, uh, Illinois. And his mom is actually the all-time leading scorer here. Didi Shala, she's in the Hall of Fame for Edgewood. Coes one of two at the free throw line. 21-15. Edgewood leads by six. Monroe basketball in the front court working right to left. As we see it on the mezzanine level here at Edgewood High School. And a travel is called on Charlie Weagle, got a little excited to try and drive into the paint, had an opening, but he forgot to put the ball on the floor first. They turn over by the Cheeseman, six-point lead in the basketball for Edgewood with under 10 minutes to play in the first half. Oh, geez, those ticky-tack rules, right? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta dribble the ball first, sorry. <laughs> Dribbling it across the midcourt line is Gavin Meister, now kick it over right side, three-point attempt, no good for Jimenez, rebound Monroe. Across midcourt, they'll push it forward. Into the paint. Extra step shot. No good. Wide open from two feet away for Weagle. But he gets his own rebound. Monroe possession. Shot from the free throw line. Extended right position. No good for Brookwicky. 0 of 2 on the trip down the floor for the Cheesemakers. It's Edgewood basketball now. Working it forward. Krantz. Passed it. Got it back. Now dips it down near the right block. Back off a screen to Brinke into the right corner. Kicks it over right wing. Feed it now down low, double teamed, free throw line extended right a step in front of it and losing control of the basketball, Paul Kraske the junior. Monroe kicks forward, a lot of extra passing, an open look for Leitzinger, left side no good. Rebound Edgewood, great look for Leitzinger, couldn't knock down the three. Midway through the first half, 21-15, Edgewood leads Monroe on Zimbraconda's prep mania. Edgewood into the front court, dip it down. In the paint, double team, great defense by the Cheesemakers. Nowhere to go, Kraske had to kick it back up top. And a reset for the Edgewood offense. Over into the left corner, Meester. All the way back over now with a few extra passes to Krantz. Krantz trying to find Meister again down low. Instead, he takes it himself. Double team, shot up off the glass. He fought to the very end. And Clay Krantz is rewarded for his efforts. Two points, Edgewood's largest lead of the night at eight and a timeout Monroe with 8.21 to go in the first half. 23-15, Edgewood leads Monroe on senior night. 
here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson with the Dean Dennis Semrau. Prep Mania brought to you by Zimbraconda for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head over to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis, what's the message from Coach Brian Bassett here in the timeout for the Cheesemakers down eight? All right, right now, Lightsinger's only got two free throws, and Seagreaves has got four points, one field goal. The two big dogs are not doing anything right now. He's got to try to get them involved in it. Seagreaves has had some problems the last few games, according to Bassett. Teams are running all five players at him. They're, you can't match up with them one-on-one, so they're trying to, to disrupt him and get out of it. He had one nice shot, left baseline there, but has touched the ball very little here in the first half. Out of the timeout, Monroe into the front court, over to the right corner, number 25 for the Cheesemakers over there. Another near turnover, but uh, Edge got a hand on the ball. Yeah, Keaton Sweeney was over there in the corner. Sweeney unable to handle it, and it's knocked out by Edgewood, so Monroe maintains possession inbounding right in front of the Crusader bench. Comes in into the backcourt, Markham dribbles slowly across the center line. Now Sweeney. Sweeney over to the right corner. Tucker Markham. Brookwicky near midcourt. Tried to feed it over on the right side of the floor, and it was stolen away by Jackson Trudgeon and Edgewood. Now nearly knocked out of bounds by Seagreaves. It was preserved by Donovan Nadelkoff of Edgewood, who threw it off of Seagreaves, who couldn't quite collect it, although he had an opportunity, and it does land out of bounds and remains Edgewood basketball. Strange series of events there on both ends of the floor. Edgewood inbounding. Jackson Trudgeon will do it, standing between the two O's written in Edgewood along the baseline underneath the bucket. Comes in cleanly, and the Crusader offense sets. 7.35 to go first half, 23-15. Edgewood leads Monroe. Battle in the Badger West tonight here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Trudgeon, cross-court pass right. Jimenez, who has been quiet so far, the leading scorer for the Crusaders on the season. Another cross-court pass. Maximo Gonzalez drives baseline, and he took one too many steps trying to find some positioning, but Seagreaves defending it down low, Dennis, caused that turnover. Yep. Gonzalez, 6'7", senior, is actually a transfer from Chile, as in the country. What's uh, he was eligible for the Lakeside game. We, uh, noticed uh, we have not seen Deng since he picked up his second foul early in the game. And Deng remains on the bench. Ball knocked out of bounds. Last touched by the Edgewood defense. Monroe will yeah. inbound, standing on the G in Edgewood written on the baseline beneath their own bucket. That's what's impressive with us right now, an eight-point lead. And uh, he has been, Deng has been out since the 16-20 mark. It's uh, almost 10 minutes. Another whistle away from the ball, and they are going to get Gonzalez for that one. His first. Just under seven minutes to play in our first half. 6.58 on the clock, 23-15. Edgewood leads Monroe. Been a hot second since we've seen some scoring now on either end of the floor. Will that change here on a little roller? No, but an offensive rebound and a putback for J.T. Seagreaves, the future tight end at the University of Wisconsin. Gets two to stop the drought for the Cheesemakers. 23-17 with 6.30 to go in the first half. Trudgeon, right side of the floor, picks up his dribble in the corner. 
Kicks it over to Gonzalez. Swing it all the way left. To Brinke. Picks up his dribble. Guarded tightly by Tucker Markham. And now movement away from the ball as Edgewood resets the offense. Gonzalez trying to find positioning down on the right block. But Seagreaves got a hand in there. Stolen away. Here come the cheesemakers. Left corner. Three. Good for George Brookwicky. His second made three of the night. And just like that, Monroe has cut the Edgewood lead to three with six minutes to play in the half. Beautiful open look from the left corner. Nothing but net. Brookwicky a 34% three-point shooter on the year, making it look easy tonight. And now a charge called on Edgewood and the most life we've seen from the road contingency of Cheesemaker fans that have made the trip to downtown Madison here at Edgewood High School tonight. The energy alive on this end of the floor as Monroe forces the turnover. Both teams playing very good uh, man-to-man defense tonight. And that was one where you got to take a charge. Edgewood applying did. some pressure defensively here in the backcourt. First time we've seen it from either team tonight. We'll see how that shakes out. Monroe able to break it. JT Seagraves front court skip pass now to the right side. That's Sweeney in the corner. Now down low, Leitzinger triple teamed at the free throw line extended right position. He's able to work his way out of it and find some help from Brooke Wickey behind him. Now, feed it, Leitzinger. On the run, took a hard hit. No whistle. Rebound, Edgewood, shot no good. Coming into the front court. Yeah, here's Trudgeon for three. Left wing, no. Off the front iron, Seagreaves goes up and gets the rebound for the Cheesemakers, trailing by three. Monroe into the front court. Left side, Brooke Wickey. Goes up top for Sweeney. Sweeney, Leitzinger, free throw line extended right. No good. And a rebound, Edgewood. Will Schenk, who was hot from three early in this game, collected the rebound, and the Crusaders now slow the pace a little bit with five minutes to play in our first half. Left side, number 13, Lucas Coase. Goes right. Schenk backing his way down. One-on-one with Leitzinger. Held on to the rim a little bit there, did the ball, as Schenk went up to try and loop it in. Ultimately, it did fall. That's called shooter's touch. Hit every part of that rim before it fell through. I never had that, and I tried that shot about seven or eight times in my late middle school career, and I knew at that time when I couldn't make that shot that basketball was not going to be my sport. That and the fact that I'm 5'6". Into the paint, Seagreaves fouled by Edgewood with 4.17 to go. That is the fifth team foul here on Edgewood. Each team with five. So free throws looming on the horizon here for either team should the foul troubles continue later in this half. That goes against number 22, Danny McDonough. Another senior for Edgewood. Now Edgewood takes it away into the front court with a five-point advantage. Clay Krantz. Back to Lucas Coase. Coase directing traffic. Tried to bounce past no look for Shank at the free throw line. It was kicked. Last off of Cheesemakers of Monroe. Four minutes to play in the first half. 25-20. Edgewood leads Monroe. Doing the inbounding is Tio Jimenez, number three. He's given the ball from the official. He immediately... Throws a bounce pass into the corner. Now cross-court pass. Fed perfectly. Jimenez pull up three. No good. Great play design. Just couldn't quite get the shot to fall. Went halfway down and popped out for Tio Jimenez, 
who remains quiet in the box score here this evening. Three-point attempt, top of the key, no good for Sweeney. Had that fallen, Monroe would get within two. Instead, they're still down five. Transition three, way too strong, no good for Lucas Coase. Off the glass and collected by the Cheesemakers. They'll push now, five on four opportunity. Leitzinger into the paint, gets a little fader to go from five feet. I've got that as the first made field goal for Carson Leitzinger tonight, the leading scorer for the Cheesemakers, averaging 21 a game. He's got four unofficially tonight so far, yep. and it's 25-22. We match the board. Edgewood by three. Into the front court, Coase. Bounce pass in the right corner and a whistle. Are we going to say that that was a foul, or was that simply knocked out of bounds? I haven't seen a foul call indicated, so I think it was just an out-of-bounds whistle with 3.03 to play in the first half. Fun first half of boys basketball here on a Friday night. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbra Condas, Prep Mania, Molly Brown, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios on the square, Hunter Vaughn, our video producer on site here tonight at Edgewood High School. You can watch the live stream of tonight's game on Wisconsin On Demand. And if you're listening and want to watch it later, you can do that too. Just go to that Watch Live tab on Wisconsin On Demand. It'll be up for a few days. You can check out the video replay of this contest tonight. We had a whistle go against Leitzinger. Leitzinger second. Yeah, some trouble for Leitzinger here tonight. Edgewood inbounding cleanly. It comes in, trudging into the paint. And a pull-up jumper. Good Lucas Coase. Coase having a big first half offensively for the Crusaders, extending Edgewood's lead to 5, 27-22, with 2.40 to go in the half. Pull-up three. Leitzinger, oh, was halfway down and rimmed out. And a rebound to Edgewood. Here's Trudgeon. Pulls up his dribble at the volleyball line, midway between the three-point line and center stripe. Couple of passes. Here's an opportunity. Krantz for three, no good off the back iron. Monroe tracks down the rebound. They'll push it forward. Here comes Leitzinger, left side. Goes left to right across the paint. Contacted at the free throw line. I think they're going to get trudging for that foul if I saw it correctly. Might have actually been Jimenez, number three. Yeah, it was Tio Jimenez they're going to get for it on the reach. And that's Jimenez's second foul tonight. So Jimenez and Leitzinger, the leading scorers, Dennis, for both teams. Not playing all that well offensively tonight and they've got two fouls to each of their names. Are they actually going to say that was on? No, he, they already had a foul on 40. On, yeah, on, the scoreboard's no. a little, a little Yeah, little there it is. It's here. his first foul. Okay. That's so right. I was wondering where we had him for zero up to that point. So Dennis Semrau, our, our resident statistician, a little mixed up on the uh, season. Monroe came back outscoring Edgewood by seven in the second half to get a 52-50 victory. 15 seconds on the clock. Trudgeon calls for traffic. Similar game, I believe that was 25-20 at half. Five seconds, Trudgeon drives right baseline, kick it over to the corner, Krantz for three. Off the rim, no good, and before an offensive putback, the buzzer sounds, and the first half comes to a conclusion. Fun first half. Two teams destined for a postseason run in the boys' basketball postseason tournament. They're dueling tonight here in the Badger West. 29-24. Edgewood leads Monroe by five. We'll get a check of our first half box score coming up at the break. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand.
100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson with the Dean, Dennis Semrau at Edgewood High School. A battle in the Badger West as the Monroe Cheesemakers, 10th ranked team in the Division II State AP poll, trail by five at the half on the road on senior night to the Edgewood Crusaders. 29-24, Edgewood on top. Halftime brought to you by Pizza Pit for over 50 years. Pizza Pit's been delivering fast, fresh, and hot pizza. And Pizza Pit isn't just pizza. They serve breadsticks, pizza fries, wings, and euros. I hear all about this meatball sandwich that Dennis Semrau loves over at Pizza Pit. We'll have to jump on the drive home if it's not too slippery on the roads tonight. Either way, with eight area locations, you can't go wrong. And now, Pizza Pit is even easier to order on the Pizza Pit app. Download it today. And Dennis, what are we not going to forget? The cookies are the ice cream. That's right. Let's not forget what happened in our first half here tonight. Edgewood leading by five at the break. Dennis, a quick check of how it broke down in the first half. Well, I, first of all, uh, Edgewood wanted to kind of keep uh, Leipzinger and JT Seegers under control. They combined for 40 the first time. They got 12 here, each with six. Seegers uh, with five rebounds uh, coming up strong. Left the court there for a couple of minutes for a breather, but he's played most of the most of the first half, as has Leitzinger. Leitzinger, they're worried about him running down a little bit. He's had a couple of 36-minute uh, games. He had five straight games where he never left the floor. And uh, game like tonight, do you want him leaving the floor? Not if you're uh, Coach Brian Bassett, you don't. You Not want the way this there. one's going. On the other side, uh, uh, Al Deng had an early three, 16-20, picked up his second foul, never came back in the game. And what's interesting, he's their leading uh Rebounder at six rebounds a game, averages 9.8 points, just a tad behind Tio Jimenez, who's at 9-9. Jimenez was scoreless in the first half, and Dang had a three. So two of their primetime players. But again, Edgewood, uh, here's the guy that you know, I'm looking for five or six guys, you know, who's coming off the bench. Edgewood usually gives you like seven. And any different game, it's different. Uh, he didn't give me uh, Gonzalez or Kraske. And both of them came in and didn't, neither one scored, but they gave him some valuable minutes in the post to help defend when uh, Deng was out. So how do you get your stars going for both of these teams, whether it's Jimenez or Leitzinger or Seagreaves? It feels like those are the guys that really are going to be the deciding factors here in the final 18 minutes. It's a grind. You've got to manage the fouls. Now Deng's got two, and uh, Leitzinger's got two for uh, Monroe. The difference was... Edgewood's got a deep bench, so they could get Dang out. Like Singer, no. Basically, uh, Monroe just plays um, eight players. Sweeney, uh, who's an all-conference running back, comes in. Not really much of a score. Comes in for some defense and uh, help a little bit with the ball handling. So it's James Seagraves and Weagle, and that's it. But some coaches will tell you seven or eight is a good rotation this time of year. You don't want to have to worry. You want to get somebody's in a rut you know and kind of in a roll out there you don't want to have to yank him out of the game why because it's his turn or you got to get some other guys playing time edgewood on any given night they're playing 13 14 players and they all might all might be different from game to game that that sequence monroe has its eyes set on its first conference title since 2011 but they've got some work to do tonight before they try and achieve that next week 29 24 at the break the Edgewood Crusaders with the lead on senior night. You're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you in part by Stoughton Health. Nobody plans on getting injured, and when you do, you need help to get back on track. Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health, creating excellence together. 
The second half of the Cheesemakers and the Crusaders next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. This presentation of Prep Media 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app in Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson and the Dean Dennis Semrau at Edgewood High School, the Monroe Cheesemakers, and the Edgewood Crusaders 29-24 at the break. Edgewood holds a five-point advantage on a senior night. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis, as we went through the box score there at the break, there was one note you wanted to mention before we get started with the second half of play here. Yeah, we talked about the first time around, Leitzinger and Seagreaves had 20 each. Uh, the first time, there were 24 points combined between Jimenez and Dang. They only have three. Uh, Jimenez is averaging almost two and a half made three-pointers per game. He is zero. He's got 54 for the season. And uh, Leitzinger's got 48 for the season. Neither one of them with a three tonight. Edgewood in the home white uniforms, maroon letters and numbers with a gold trim working right to left as we see it at the mezzanine level here at the home floor of the Crusaders. Coach Stav Court and Coach Z Court, named after longtime girls basketball head coach Laura Stavnis and the athletic director and the boys basketball head coach Chris Zwell. And you know who's going to the Hall of Fame? Is it me? Coach Stav. Ah. Wisconsin Basketball Coaches Hall of Fame. She's earned it a little bit more than I have. She'll be I in think. there in September. We'll be happy to go up, honor her up at Wisconsin Dells. What are we going to get you in the Hall of Fame, Dennis? Uh, I feel like we're approaching that territory for you. That just means you're old. <laughs> yeah, I know I am. I, I have nothing on that. The Monroe Cheesemakers in the road red uniforms. You're just a pop. Black trim, white letters and numbers. They'll be working left to right. Ball was knocked out of bounds. Edgewood maintains possession. A much slower start oh. to first. And look at this. Driving baseline. Tio Jimenez stepped on Oops. the baseline. So a turnover after 43 seconds of the opening possession of the second half. Those are the two things that, there's two things that make me nervous with Valhallers. When they go baseline and when they start backing up at half court. And you think they're going to go over and back. Usually they don't step over, but that baseline is awful tough. Uh, leeches make me nervous. Really don't like leeches in the pond and all uh, that. Spiders. Yeah. Movie The Replacements. The great scene in there about what do you fear most? Spiders. No, 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 no. <laughs> Three-point attempt no good for the cheesemakers. They're, they're nervous right now that they can't get hot from three-point land. Notorious on Wildey and Tausch. They've made fun of me for the time I called them the threesemakers. They could use a few tonight. No good for Monroe. Opening possessions both blank uh -oh. for either of these teams here in the second half. And now a whistle and a <laughs> Two travel. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. So it was Will Shank, the senior, backing down on the right block. Both bodies went to the floor, like Dennis said. And they're going to call it a travel. No whistle either way. We heard the thud up here when the bodies hit in the floor. It's not often you don't get a whistle called, and then both coaches are upset that the other guy didn't get called for the foul. <laughs> yeah. 90 seconds into the second half, still no points on the board in this session. Well, that just changed. Brooke Wickey cutting to the bucket. Right-hand layup good. Brooke Wicke now with eight points to lead the Monroe Cheesemakers here. 29-26. Beautiful feed from Markham. Bounce pass. Edgewood still up three. Shank open three. Right side oh. is good. 
third, made three in the night, 11 points for the senior, Will Shank. Edgewood, 32, Monroe, 26. Two minutes into the second half. Runner, step in front of the free throw line, good. Aaron Royt, first time we're calling his name, senior starter for the Cheesemakers. And a three in retaliation, there's your leading scorer for the Crusaders, Tio Jimenez drills it from the right side. Edgewood by a touchdown, 35-28, 15.30 to go in the game. Off the schneid, yes, gets his first field goal. Leitzinger wants it, he's heating up now, a three good for Leitzinger. The threes makers, 35-31. Crusaders up to drive left side, up and good for Lucas Coes. Now they can't stop scoring. I think you answered your question about how do you get him hot. Just give him the ball. Ball knocked <laughs> out of bounds defensively here by the Crusaders. Monroe maintains possession inbounding beneath their own basket just to the right of it. Down six with 15.07 to go in the game. Both of these teams have had nine game winning streaks this season. Three-point attempt, JT Seagreaves no good. Offensive rebound though collected. Seagreaves gets it, cutting to the bucket. Count it, and a foul and a chance at a three-point play for the future Badger tight end, JT Seagreaves. Chance to cut the lead in half with an extra bonus at the line. And that was all because of offensive rebounding. Uh, Tucker and Markham right there with a bounce pass feed and nice drive and hopefully a three-point play, and it is. Seagreaves, a UW Credit Union of the Week featured earlier this season, 37-34. Monroe trails by three, Edgewood basketball crossing midcourt. Al Deng, who was in some foul trouble in the first half, one of the star standouts here for Edgewood, 10 points a game on the season. Had to sit on the bench for much of the first half. He's now back on the floor. Here's Deng in the left corner, pump fake. Puts it over for Schenk, back to the top of the key, Jimenez. Finds Deng, directing traffic on the left wing. Gets a screen from Schenk, now picks up his dribble. Tried to bounce it down there, good defense from Monroe, though Deng decides to take Ooh. a three. Too strong, no good. And a weak side rebound collected by the Monroe Cheesemakers. Markham once again on the rebound there. Across midcourt into the left corner, George Brookwicky. Monroe ran out of room. They'll try it again at the top of the key. Seagreaves hands it for Leitzinger, senior to senior. The leaders for the Monroe Cheesemakers all season long trying to start a rally here in the second half. Feed it down low, and a layup is good. Royt fed well by Seagreaves off a screen, and Edgewood's lead is just one, 37-36, with under 14 minutes to go. Right down low post, a nice pass over the top from uh, Seagreaves. Jackson Trudgeon, dang, fed it too far in tonight for the Cheesemakers. Rebound Edgewood, up three into the front court. 12.45 to go in the game. Quick pass, block Shank back over to Deng. Three-point attempt, left wing, no good. Batted around, rebound collected by Brooke Wickey and Monroe. Right side of the floor, Seagreaves into the paint, right to left, on the run, up off the glass, no good. Rebound batted off the glass by Weagle, but Edgewood comes away with it. Trudge into the front court, right corner. Lucas Coes picks up his dribble, trying to feed Shank. Now instead, Coes takes it himself on the baseline, up off the glass and good. 13 points for Lucas Coes unofficially, the team's leading scorer tonight. Edgewood 41, Monroe 36, approaching 12 minutes to go. He scored well when we were here against Lakeside Lutheran. Hard to believe he's only averaging about six points a game the way he's played tonight. JT Seagreaves at the free throw line. Kick it over right corner. 
Now to Leitzinger. Leitzinger pump fake. Step in front of the three-point line. Low percentage shot. No good. And a loose ball foul as it was collected by Brookwicky for Monroe on a putback attempt. But a whistle before that goes against Edgewood. And it is on Tio Menez, who has just three points tonight. Averages 10 a game for the Crusaders. And he's now going to take a seat with three personal fouls to match his point total. And the jersey number he wears as well in the home whites. 11.49 to go in the game. Brooke Wickey to inbound, standing on the G and Edgewood on the baseline. Leitzinger gets it, quick fire, left corner, no good. And a strong rebound, Paul Kraske muscles it away for the Edgewood Crusaders. Front court, Clay Krantz goes right. Hunter Dobrinsky. Dobrinsky for Deng. Dang to Trudgeon, Trudgeon three, no good off the front of the rim, soaring in for an offensive rebound and a chance at a putback. Clay Krantz surprised everybody, but especially JT Seagreaves down low for Monroe, who thought he had an easy rebound. Foul, Krantz shot no good, he'll shoot two free throws. Seagreaves with his first foul of the game. Krantz first free throw off the rim, no good. We've talked already about a bunch of UW Credit Union Student Athletes of the Week featured on the floor tonight. Remember, UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers also create digital banking solutions designed just for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. And a timeout now on the floor, 11.30 to go, 41.36. Edgewood leads Monroe. Second free throw attempt for Krantz coming up next on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. No Alex Strope tonight. Jesse Nelson along with the Dean Dennis Semrau. Molly Brown, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. Hunter Vaughn behind the camera as you watch tonight's game free and live on yep. Wisconsin On Demand. So where is Alex tonight? I have take, no idea, but I feel like I feel like there are uh, brews involved wherever Alex Strofe may be tonight. He's uh, on a rest night. It's a load management day for Alex Strofe, Dennis. He's making sure that he's going to be ready for the big push for the postseason as we'll have you covered both boys and girls. Playoff games abound over the next few weeks here on 100.5 ESPN. Second free throw attempt out of the timeout for Clay Krantz, no good. And Carson Leitzinger drills a three from the left side. Much needed bucket for Monroe. Leitzinger's got two threes made in this half. It's a two point advantage for the Crusaders. Shot on the run, no good. Contested down low, loose ball, Monroe comes away with it. Into the front court, Leitzinger tried to shake and bake, couldn't find enough room though. Top of the key, three for the lead, no good for Markham and a rebound Edgewood. 41-39, Edgewood leads Monroe. 10.50 to go in the game. Way too early a shot, uh, especially coming off after uh, you know getting a nice uh, three-pointer from Leitzinger. And it, then it barely grazed the rim, too. Left corner, Hunter Dobrinsky. Now swing it all the way over to the right. Edgewood wants to slow down the pace. Yep. Three-point attempt, right wing, is. wide open look, and good for Dobrinsky, the junior. Edgewood's lead back to five, 44-39 with 10-20 to play. Top of the key, Markham drives, left hand, no good. It was contested, no whistle, and a strong rebound for the Crusaders. Dobrinsky was in there again. Here's Krantz, hands it for Deng. Deng, Dobrinsky. 
Backs it up to the volleyball line on the right side of the floor. Kraski down low, knocked over a defender. Now he's Light fouled. Oh, the, the foul was there. Yeah, it looked like he might have been called for an offensive foul. The defender falls down, and he turns around. There's nobody there. How on earth did James Seagreaves commit a foul? He was knocked down on the floor and was on the floor when the whistle was blown. That one, I, I don't know. Go figure that one. Free throw attempt number one is up and good for Paul Kraske at the line. First point of the night for the junior forward, Paul Kraske. Wow. Ten minutes exactly to play in the game. 45-39. Kraske's second free throw is good. That's skillful for James Seagreaves to be able to commit that foul with his back on the floor. On the floor, yeah. Monroe, transition. Leitzinger, three from his hot spot on the right wing. No good, though. And a rebound for Edgewood. Leading by seven. It was down to two just a few moments ago. Gavin Meister trying to find an opening on the right end. Instead, he'll kick it back up top. Krantz for three, no good off the rim. Rebound, batted away along the baseline. James Seagreaves got it. The Edgewood student section was encouraging the official to make a call there that Seagreaves stepped out of bounds. He did not. Cheesemaker basketball, and now a whistle on Krantz battling for positioning with Tucker Markham. Markham draws contact with nine We'll call it the unofficial midpoint here of the second half. 46-39, Edgewood on top. And a line change now going on on the floor. A bunch of people coming in off the bench. The big one is uh, JT Seegers back in the lineup for Monroe. Got to get the ball inside to him on the next trip down. 46-39, Cheesemakers and Crusaders. Tonight on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Here's JT Seagreaves over in the left corner. Now kick it all the way back. Leitzinger drives baseline, picks up his dribble on the left block. Kick it all the way back now to the top of the key. Leitzinger gets it back left wing. Dribbles twice. Passes right. JT Seagreaves double teamed down near the right block. Close. Over to the corner. And now back all the way around. Great defense by the Crusaders. Monroe playing patiently, looking for the right opportunity. Leitzinger nearly lost it off his knee, was able to track it down in front of his own bench. 8.40 to go in the game. 40-second possession without a bucket attempted yet. JT Seagreaves. Cross-court pass stolen away by Kraske. On the run, Paul Kraske left-hand reverse layup good. That'll energize the Crusader fan base. Coach Chris Zwettler who rarely shows that much emotion with the hands in the air, celebrating the bucket on the run for Kraske in a timeout, 8.27 to go, 48-39, Edgewood by nine. Another role player, Kraske uh, coming off the bench, uh, got a few minutes in the first half, four points here in the second half, but both him and uh, Hunter Dobrinsky, uh, Junior uh, Dobrinsky, on both ends of the court, he's had a, a three in the second half and a couple of rebounds. You never know where that help is going to come from, from the Edgewood bench. And Coach Z pushing the right buttons right now. So at this stage of the game, Dennis, Coach Brian Bassett and the Cheesemakers, I mean, we're, we're past the midpoint here of the second half with 8.27 to go. What are you saying to this team that's been struggling to find a rhythm offensively? They just got to hang on. Edgewood just running bodies at you when you can go 12, 13, 14 deep. 
part of the strategy coming in was to uh, push the pace a little bit and to wear down Monroe, and that's what they're doing right now here in the second half. Interesting strategy here as Edgewood continues to apply pressure defensively in the backcourt out of the timeout. Monroe down nine. JT Seagraves, hands Leitzinger, top of the key three. Exactly what the cheesemakers needed out of that stoppage. Leitzinger cuts the lead to six, his third made three in the second half. Kraske down on the right block, picks up his dribble, trying to find some help as he was double teamed on the baseline. He's able to find it in the form of Hunter Dobrinsky. Dobrinsky cross-court pass, a little dangerous into some traffic. Trudgeon had it. Now he goes over to the Offensive left five. side for Coase, who pushed. I mean, that was a strong arm push by Coase, saying, get out of my way to the defender. And the way they've been letting him play, I don't blame him for trying to find the line tonight. Well, if you're going to do it, you don't do it right in front of the official on the baseline. He was right there. He had to call that. Great point. If you're stealing a cookie, don't do it right in front of mom. <laughs> 7.45 to go in the game. 48-42. Monroe with the ball down six. JT Seagreve spins his way. Couple of steps in front of the free throw line. Shot no good off the back iron. And a rebound collected by Kraske for Edgewood. Into the front court, Dobrinsky. Hands for Trudgeon at the volleyball line. Seven and a half to go. Great game tonight, 48-42. Edgewood leads Monroe in the Badger West. Monroe looking for its first conference title since 2011. Tio Jimenez drives right side off the side of the glass. No, every Monroe defender down low went for it. It ricocheted differently, and Kraske was there to put it back. What a second half for Paul Kraske. He's got six points and has been the momentum carrier for the Crusaders. The law firm of Dabrinsky and, and uh, Kraske coming through for Edgewood. And here's Kraske again with a strong board down low drawing contact. 6.51 to go. 50-42 to 42 Edgewood on top and a foul called on Monroe. That's number 25, Keaton Sweeney. Sweeney. His first personal. I mean, Dennis, we saw out of the timeout, Leitzinger had a good look from three where he's at his best. And since then, it's like Monroe just can't find consistency on the offensive end. Shot right here, now. there, and now uh, Deng is back in the lineup, hoping to give Edgewood a little bit of a boost. Tabrinsky, Deng, left corner. Swing it right. Trudgeon, Dobrinsky. Skip pass to the top of the key. Skip pass again for Deng, who wanted to drive in, trying to open it up for Trudgeon, who ran out of real estate at the top of the key and resets. Coase. Pass right, Deng, Trudgeon, Dobrinsky back to Deng. Patience. Edgewood's patience there, just moving the ball around, trying to, trying to get an opening inside. 6-10 to go in the game. Edgewood up eight. More than happy to hold for their best opportunity. Long offensive possession with a lot of passing for the Edgewood Crusaders. Coach Brian Bassett now encouraging his defense to stand in strong and try and go get it. Edgewood's going to just get content otherwise. Now driving into the paint. Coe's lost it. Saved by Monroe. JT Seagraves falling out of bounds. Kept it in play. Leitzinger comes away with it for the Cheesemakers. Into the front court. Leitzinger pull-up jumper right side. No good to step in front of the three-point line. Rebound Kraske. And the Crusaders have it. Into the front court. Dobrinsky nearly lost it. Able to collect. Now on the run. No. But a putback. Yes. 
Lucas Coes collected what Dobrinsky threw too strong over the bucket. And with 5.26 to go, the largest lead of the night for either team. Edgewood up 10, 52-42. Dennis, I mean, it, it's it's organized chaos out there, it looks like, for Edgewood, but there's such a deep roster, you're seeing eight or nine or even ten different names tonight getting involved. And, I mean, quite honestly, Paul Kraske and Hunter Dobrinsky, two of the MVPs, if I had to award one tonight for the Crusaders. Yeah, Kraske with three rebounds here and six points in the second half. Uh, the big thing is they're holding uh, Monroe just a one-and-done, one-shot, and not good looks either. Some of these shots have been off balance. Monroe pressing a little bit, trying to, you know, you can't, there's no four, five, six, ten point plays. Just got to take your two or three and kind of crawl back. And Monroe looks like they're pressing a little bit there. It's a good call for a timeout. So we've talked a lot here about the message from Coach Brian Bassett to his cheesemakers trying to find a rhythm offensively. What about Chris Zwettler in his 33rd season, Dennis? What's he telling the Crusaders well, up by 10? The big thing the first time around was uh, Monroe was able to get to the free throw line, outscore Edgewood 14 to nothing. Right now, Edgewood's four of six from the line, and Monroe is uh, was four of five in the first half, one of one, now five of six. So keep them off the free throw line. Just play good position, man-to-man -man defense, no fouls. And right now, you got a 10-point lead. You don't need a three or a long shot. Layups and free throws. The last five minutes is what you should be going for. Four team fouls on either end, so fouls not necessarily an issue at this juncture. Out of the timeout, here comes Monroe. Into the paint, kick it back up top, open opportunity. Instead, Markham puts it down on the floor again. James Seagreaves, left side. Now a three is good for his brother, JT. Seagreaves, good for his first opportunity beyond the arc tonight, 52-45. Monroe needed it, and they got it from their senior leader. 12 points now and 15 for uh, Leitzinger. Those are the two guys that are going to be going to down the stretch here. Mr. Inside, Mr. Outside. Left corner, Dobrinsky. Offensive foul away from the ball. Kraske called for it. Got a little too physical, trying to find an opening for a pass to come his way. Turnover without a shot attempt on that trip down the floor for the Crusaders. And you get the sense now, Dennis, that if Monroe can capitalize here coming back this time again, this is gonna get interesting in the final 440. Uh, Monroe's gotta be patient, work the ball for a good shot and then just play tough defense here. Possession by possession. Now this is the way we grind it out in the Badger Conference. JTC Greaves, left wing, now to the free throw line, kick it back. Pump fake, Royt to Seagreaves again, double teamed, he doesn't care. JT Seagreaves has the last five for the Cheesemakers. The lead is five for Edgewood, 52-47, 410 to go. Jackson Trudgeon guarded tightly by Carson Leitzinger, swing it right now to the right baseline, back up top. That's Will Schenk who has had a hot hand from three as much as anybody on the floor tonight for the Crusaders. Deng, back over to Brinsky. Now again, Shank drives left baseline, uses the left hand, excellent footwork and positioning, and Shank finds two. 54-47, 3.38 to go 
Edgewood up a touchdown again. Royt right side of the floor. Now JT Seagreaves thought he had a lane on the right baseline. Instead, he's double teamed by Trudgen and Dobrinsky. Now a cross-court pass, shot too strong, loose ball. Trudgen fighting Seagreaves for it. They'll be teammates for the Wisconsin football team next year. Battling right now, though. Trudgen won it. Now a loose ball on the front court. Edgewood collects. Left side, Shank. Almost had the same look he had on the last trip down the floor. 3.05 to go. Trudgen backs it up to the midcourt circle. Now drives with the left hand. Kick it out. Dang, pump fake. Thought about a three. Instead, wants a higher percentage opportunity somewhere on the floor. Edgewood patient again offensively. How about the three for Shank? No. Dang collects the rebound. Trying to throw it off the feet of a Monroe defender. It's still in play. The Cheesemakers survive the threat. A three-point attempt. No good for Tucker Markham, far too short. He was about a step and a half beyond the three-point line. 2.30 to go. Edgewood up seven. 54-47. And a foul is assessed to Carson Leitzinger. He tapped Dobrinsky right in front of the Edgewood bench with 2.26 to go. Five team fouls now on Monroe, the third on Leitzinger. Dennis, what do you think of the looks that these teams were getting here in that last minute and a half of action. Uh, Edgewood, that ill-advised three again from the corner there. And then uh, Deng almost saved it. It was an athletic play trying to keep it in play for the Crusaders. And then an off-balance shot down on this end. Inbound pass knocked out immediately by Monroe. So we'll do it again right near midcourt. 54-47. Magic number tonight, 57. Keep that one in mind. Edgewood closing in on it. Ezra shooting 63% from the, the free throw line. Another foul. We need two fouls in there in the bonus. Dang. Used some dribbling and some footwork to get by a defender at the top of the key. Oh, there we After go. After a few passes, he gets it back. Now back to Dobrinsky. 2.07 to go. Monroe's got to start thinking about fouling here. Brookwicky hasn't done it yet. Dang has it. Now back to Dobrinsky. Under two minutes to go. Edgewood's just playing keep away. And now Aaron Royt fouls Al Deng on the left side of the floor. That's the last foul to give by the Cheesemakers. Second foul on Royt. Timeouts remaining, if you're curious. Four for Edgewood. They've got a bunch of them left. Monroe still with two. Yeah, just brought Jimenez back in. He's a 78% free throw shooter. And foul Krantz again. At 66% just got fouled. Yep, Krantz will go to the line for a one and one. Clay Krantz providing a spark off the bench tonight for the Crusaders in the first half at a pivotal juncture of this game. We'll see if Krantz can help seal the deal here with a minute 53 to go. Edgewood 54, Monroe 47. One up. Uh, Grant's got a foul, one of four tonight from the line. Missed uh, two. He misses it off the five. back iron, but Deng got the rebound. Bounce pass to Krantz at the top of the key. He'll reset. Monroe needed that rebound. Deng now playing keep away. 100 seconds to go, and Deng is fouled near the midcourt line. Deng's chance now to go up to the line and uh, put a nail on the coffin. Still a one and one. If he misses it, just like Krantz did, it would be fair game to go get it. 
Edgewood, what a crucial offensive rebound that was. And when you're having a bad night, Fouls spent 16 minutes on the bench in the, in the first half with Fouls. He hasn't taken a shot here, but he knows and he goes and gets the ball for his teammates. Dang front end, no. Back-to-back oh. -back misses at the line in one-and-one one opportunities for Edgewood. Monroe has it this time. Into the front court, Leitzinger, 90 seconds to play. To the top of the key, Brooke Wicke. JT Seagreaves gets a screen, guarded tightly by Trudgen, a scrum. What's the call? The call foul looks like on the floor on Edgewood, on uh, Trudgen, I think uh, they're going to uh, get for Krantz. it. Krantz. Yeah, they're going to call Krantz, who was trying to steal it away. The Edgewood fans not happy with that decision. Could have been a held ball. Instead, it is the second personal foul on Clay Krantz. That was the last foul to give for Edgewood. If you're asking me, I think that was a good place to use it. You get the steal there, getting aggressive, yep. you could probably put this game away. Instead, Monroe still in it. Down seven with a minute 20 to go. Leitzinger directs traffic. Seagreaves, right side. Top of the key, Brooke Wicke. Back for Leitzinger. You know it's Leitzinger or Seagreaves who are looking for the shot here. Hand it off. Free throw line extended left. Weagle. Now back again. Leitzinger going to drive into the paint with the right hand. Scoop oh, no this. good. Tapped back into the hands of Markham on the run. No good. Trudgen rebounds. 54 seconds to go. Edgewood getting comfortable here up seven. Trudgen walking with it in the backcourt is fouled with 48.3 to go in the game. Now you make your free throws and the Crusaders are going to get a win on senior night. And this is the one you want to foul. Uh, Jackson's having a good year, but not at the line. He's shooting 36%. But here on, on uh, senior night, here's where you want to make it. Jackson Trudgen, his final regular season home nope. game. No, Deng got the offensive board over Seagreaves, and he's fouled going up. He'll shoot two. Offensive rebounds critical in the final two minutes here for the Edgewood Crusaders. And that's now the 10th foul, so Dang will be shooting two. Edgewood has just missed the front end of three straight bonuses, but they still have a seven-point lead. Well, and quite frankly, Dennis, I think he would have got two anyway. I think he was shooting in the motion yep, of shooting. But now it's two the rest of the way. Fouled. Yeah, that's critical. And look at that. I mean, the missed free throws. Edgewood missed every front end of the one-and-one -one opportunity that they've had in the last minute and a half. Yep, 0 for 3, and in the second half, 3, 6, 7, 2 of 9 from the line. But they the got offensive half. rebounds on two of those three misses, and now that gets them here to the double bonus. So even though they didn't capitalize immediately, sets them up for success here in the final Crusader 47 seniors seconds. seniors say thank you to the junior, Al Dang, because he just... Uh, Gave you an opportunity there with uh, offensive rebounds, back-to-back -back possessions. The Monroe Cheesemakers, the 10th-ranked team in the state AP poll in Division Two, entering play this week. They have lost two of their last three, five of their last eight games following the nine-game winning streak from December 16th to January 11th. There it is. Dang hits the front for Edgewood. 55 47 with 47 seconds left to play. Second free throw also good for Al Deng. He's only got five points tonight unofficially, but what an important two those just were. His first points of the second half. Leitzinger trying to get free on a three-point attempt. He's fouled. Oh. Shot no good. 
but a 76% free throw shooter, Carson Leitzinger, will go to the line with 36.8 to go. Coach Zwettler can't be happy about that for his Crusaders. Free opportunity for points for Leitzinger. 56-47, Leitzinger front end, no good. He'll get two more, but that was one you needed to have. Leitzinger again. This time, he does hit. 16 points unofficially so far tonight for Leitzinger. Averages 21 a game. So he's not really all that far off of nope, his regular 20 the first time they met. Second free throw, excuse me, the third free throw is good. That's the second made one on that trip to the line. 56-49. Edgewood still up seven. Not over yet. Inbound to Deng. Deng threw it away and a layup good for Monroe. Brooke Wicke puts it in and the cheesemakers are still alive. 56-51. Bad turnover in the backcourt for Al Deng trying to feed it back to the middle of the floor. Great defensive awareness. George Brockwicki laid it up good for two. And the Cheesemakers have life. Well, we're looking for an additional uh, player to be double figures. Brockwicki's now got 10 to go along with, uh, let's see, uh, Luxinger's got 17 and 14 for Seagreve. So good night there. But they're going to need a stop. Plenty of time here with a three-point shot. But you got a foul, send Edgewood to the line and see if they can miss another front end of the bonus. Starting to feel like playoff basketball. Oh, it is. Girls playoffs start next and, week, and boys what, the week after. And that's what the Badger Conference was looking at, trying to have a playoff for the conference championship that last week to, to get that feel going in. Usually teams would clinch it in the last game while we already won the conference title two weeks ago. Well, now you got to put it on the line, but... Monroe would like to steal one out of here, and if they do, it's because of the free throw shooting for Edgewood down the stretch. 56-51, Edgewood leading by five. Jackson Trudgeon for the Crusaders doing the inbounding. He can run along the there baseline after the make. Into the corner, double team, tough spot. And a timeout comes from the Edgewood bench from Coach Zwettler. That's why you have four timeouts at the end of the game. He's used two of them just in the last couple of moments, and he helped save Tio Amena is in the corner, trapped by that Monroe defense. 28.8 now to go in the game. So the good news, I guess, for the Crusaders, they were able to run six seconds off the clock. Yeah, want is 78% free throw shooter. You want him to handle the ball right there. Although one thing to watch here now, Dennis, the inbounding position in the corner is going to be a tough one. In the corner, worst spot on the floor to inbound the ball. And especially with that Monroe defense playing as well, well as it has here down the stretch. And we saw it on the previous possession with the turnover. Oh, yeah. The steal. And... Fun game tonight here on Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. And the magic number? That's 57. 57, Dennis. 98% of the time, team that scores that magic number goes on to win the game. Edgewood's been sitting on 56 for a while. Inbound right in front of the student section. Comes in for Krantz, who's fouled by Markham. So Clay Krantz, senior guard 
for the Crusaders will go to the other end of the floor. 27.6, so about one second in full came off the clock there on that inbound pass. Two free throws no matter what for Krantz. First one's good. That was a big one. Krantz first point of the second half. Yeah, he had missed three free throws here in the second half. He was one of five. So big time there. Second one here would make it a three-possession game. It's good. Krantz cool as ice at the free throw line. 58-51, 25 seconds. JT Seagraves across midcourt. Over for Markham and a whistle against Edgewood. Coach Zwettler can't believe it. 20.7 clock stops. Leitzinger, the good free throw shooter, goes to the line. Krantz yeah. got called for the foul there. Leitzinger, front end, good. 58-52. Every time you think Edgewood's gonna seal this game away, Something happens that Monroe's able to stay alive. Loose ball, Dang knocked down a defender. No whistle, Edgewood comes away with it. Krantz, an easy layup, that'll do. 60 to 52, Edgewood up eight with 10 seconds left. Leitzinger, quick three-point attempt, a whistle. He's fouled, drawing contact with the defender in the air. 3.8 to go, it's a moot point. Eight point, there's no eight point play, so sorry. <laughs> Not enough from the Cheesemakers offensively tonight. A physical, hard fought game in the Badger West. Leitzinger's first free throw, good. 60 to 53 with 3.8. Second one also good. Again, this is pretty obsolete. They're not going to be able to get five points in 3.8 seconds. Reserve checking in Isaac Thielen for the Edgewood Crusaders. Senior getting a chance to be recognized here on senior night. Final free throw attempt for Leitzinger is up and good. Also Andrew Koziar, a senior number 12, checking in for a final opportunity to get some game action tonight. Edgewood's been hot. They're going to be winners of 10 of their last 11. Time's going to run out here after a long three. Oh. It's no good on a steal for Monroe. Not enough from the Cheesemakers tonight. Edgewood with a win on senior night. 60-55, to 55, the Crusaders defend the home court. And as they get ready to be postseason bound, you know Coach Chris Zwettler and the leaders of this Edgewood team are feeling the momentum in the second half of this season. 60-55, to 55, the final score. Edgewood defeats Monroe. Dennis Semrau and I will wrap things up right after this on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania.
Cameron Simricana's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin on demand. 60 to 55, the Edgewood Crusaders defend the home floor on senior night and get a win over the 10th ranked team in the state in Division II, the Monroe Cheesemakers. Edgewood's won 10 of 11 games now, Dennis, down the stretch. And aside from a game on Thursday night to close out the regular season, I'm not sure you're going to find many teams around the state hotter than Edgewood entering postseason play. No, and on the other side, cold as ice. Monroe has now lost three of four. And we will find out who will be playing for the conference championship later tonight. And we find out uh, Portage and Sauk, what happened with those two teams. And also Oregon was playing Mount Horeb in this bracket. the way Mount Hora plays, especially that pack line defense, that was going to be a very interesting matchup with the Panthers. Let's get a check of our final haul tonight brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. They've also increased their starting wages to $18 per hour and up. For open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more, go to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Big trailers, big opportunities. The Dean Dennis Semrau and his magic scorebook. Let's hear how it broke down tonight. Well, first of all, for Monroe, uh, Carson Leitzinger ends up with a game-high 21. Six of eight at the free-throw line down the stretch. 14 for J.T. Seagreaves. And uh, 10 points uh, for George Brookwicki. Uh, double figures are rounding it out. Um, Aaron Wright had four and two points each for Tucker Markham, James Seagreaves, and Charlie Weagle. Uh, they got that third player in double figures, but it just was not enough because uh, Edgewood ended up with uh, eight players scoring, led by Lucas Coast tonight with 15. He had uh, nine in the first half, six in the second, 13 for Will Schenk. Some big threes, two in the first half, one in the second half. Great senior night for him. And then uh, kind of rounded out the scoring, uh, Jackson Trudgeon had six. And six for Paul, Paul uh, was it, uh, Kraske, who uh, just had an outstanding second half, number 33. Uh, a junior. <laughs> so the junior's coming through tonight for the senior class. Uh, we had seven points for Clay Krantz off the bench. Five points for Hunter Dobrinsky. When that... Uh, Big run in the second half for uh, Edgewood. He was right in the middle of it with Kraske. Uh, also had uh, Jimenez, their leading scorer, coming in at 9.9. Had a three in the second half, and that was it. And uh, Deng had five tonight, and uh, that rounds it out. So you're, you're, you came in the last time these teams played. Edgewood lost by two points. Their two leading scorers combined for 24. That was Jimenez and Deng. Tonight they combined for eight points, and they end up here with a five-point win. Monroe Thanks to the bench. Also, uh, so with Monroe falling to 18 and five overall on the year, Edgewood 13 and 10, improving to again having won 10 of their final 11 games outside of the upcoming game on Thursday to close out the regular season. I always like to talk, Dennis, about the state of each program as we enter this time of the year. Each individual game may or may not dictate too much about how the scope of the entire season will go but definitely this one tonight impacting playoff positioning and maybe more so momentum going into the postseason you really have have to like how deep Edgewood is and uh, when you have your leading rebounder one of your leading scorers sitting on the bench for 16 minutes in the first half and you go into halftime with a five-point lead that says something picking up the slack 
Um, Edgewood's been playing very tough defense, man-to-man defense. Again, they've got the depth, and uh, Coach Z pushing the right buttons. You never know who's on that bench. You might get two minutes one game. Hunter Vaughn will be on the call with you for that one. Dennis on Thursday night, regular season finale in the Big 8. Two of the best teams in the conference and in the area this year. Madison LaFollette on the road visiting Middleton. Thursday night, Alex Strofe and Dennis Summer will have the call there. And then a girls' regional semifinal playoff game on Friday to be announced. I'll be with you for that one. And while I'm pushing for the uh, Sauk Prairie at uh, McFarland, a five seed and a four seed. We'll see. Get to see uh, Mulaney, the uh, first player scored 61 earlier for McFarland this year. So hopefully we'll see. We'll see where we end up next week, Friday night. But three Prep Mania broadcasts coming your way next week right here on 100.5 ESPN. The postseason is upon us. Well, almost. Well, yeah, well, it's it's tonight is the first of five straight weeks. Division two swimming at Waukesha South tonight. Division one tomorrow. Next week we got wrestling individual. We've got the week after hockey and uh, team wrestling and gymnastics. Then it's girls basketball. Then it's boys. So state tournaments the next five weeks. And Madison, get ready. Here we come. And don't forget state bowling on March 5th as well. Well, that's... They haven't made that a WIA sport yet. You should be pushing for that. They're going to add a little cross, but... Shoot at bowling. That's BullstreamTV.com. That's all I care okay. about. That's where we want. BullstreamTV.com. What's that website, Dennis? BullstreamTV.com. That's the one. That's coming up in I'll a couple of weeks. Really good broadcaster. He's very good looking on the uh, call there for the state bowling championships. So, yeah, just a pop. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Media, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Once again, your final score tonight, Edgewood, 60 Monroe, 55. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Once again, your final on a Friday night at Edgewood High School, the Crusaders 60, the Monroe 55. Edgewood has won 10 of its last 11 games. For the Dean Dennis Semrau, for Molly Brown, our producer in the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios, and for our video producer, Hunter Vaughn, my name's Jesse Nelson. Alex Strofe, Hunter Vaughn, and I will all be on the call for three broadcasts next week. Don't go anywhere. You're home for the area's best high school sports coverage is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN.